You know what I love most about this experience? What you love? Is that we get to do it together. 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 Like, together. that's extreme <laughs> unity, you know? Yes. That's extreme unity. You know what I also love? What? Your voice. I love how you came in on that podcast. That, oh, your voice was incredible on this microphone. Nah. It, it is incredible. It's Go ahead. Right. Okay, it's not all right. Go ahead and give the people a taste of what I get to hear every single day. Go, go ahead, babe. Do it for them. This is no ordinary love. It's extraordinary love. Oh my God. That just did <laughs> Let's something. Let's get into too. this podcast. Okay, let's get into this podcast. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. My name is Ed. And I'm Yvette. And we are the Clemens, and this is the Extraordinary Love Podcast. This podcast is about all things love, but not just ordinary love. We're talking about extraordinary love. How do you love to the level that God has loved you? This podcast is for singles. This podcast is for those who are dating, engaged, or even married. This podcast is for you because you was destined for extraordinary love. Hey, what's going on, Extraordinary Lovers? Hey. Are you ready, babe, for another episode? I'm ready. You it's are? It's been a while. I'm ready. It's been a while. Well, we just came back from Miami. Yes. Shout out to the Duncombs. Yes. Ricardo and Natasha starting that journey to Extraordinary Love. That's amazing. That's yes. your sister. That's my baby sister. <laughs> your baby sister. sister. I always say she's the baby I never had. Yeah. You've, you've been... Uh, apparently, you know, she was the one that was always under you as you guys was growing up. Always. We shared a bed until I was 16. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love uh, love the wedding. We had a great time. We love weddings. We, yes. we really do. Um, yes. And we actually dance at the reception. Oh, we got down. Yeah, we, we, we actually get down at the reception. Everybody was like, the pastors I dancing know, right? at the reception? <laughs> we was like, hey. We're still married. Yeah, we're still and married. And we like to get jiggy. We, we had to jiggy. Girl, <laughs> that's had, old school. You showing your age. We had to show them. <laughs> you showing your, show your age. We had to get lit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we had a great time. The cake was amazing, too. Oh, Usually wedding cakes are, are not nasty. that great. Yeah. Yeah, but her wedding cake was really it good. It was delicious. Shout out to whoever made that cake. Yes, shout because out. um, I did get two pieces. I actually snagged me one on the way out. I snuck another piece too. <laughs> we left. It was. You know, we was, was really in Miami good. too. You know, Miami kind of pull out your ways. Right, your Miami right. ways. It was really good. I, <laughs> I had a great time. Hey, so um, I want to continue to help people get to know us better. So let's talk a little bit about um, more of our love story. How about we we share. Who said I love you first? Who said I love you first? Who said I love you first? first? Who said I love you first? Was it you? I know it wasn't me. Oh, what? Why can't it be you? I know it wasn't me. Why couldn't it be you? I know it wasn't. You know me. it wasn't you. <laughs> it was me. I said it first. Yes. I remember. I remember um, the the day it, it was at nighttime. We was actually at your house. We were sitting on the couch, and that particular day. Your dad was still very, very, very protective of of you, and he didn't want us to do anything. And so, shout out, daddy. I, I remember him uh, playing because we would sit on the couch, and there was a hallway right next mm-hmm. to that leads in the back of the, of the house. It was it wasn't where our bedrooms it went, were. right where the mm-hmm. bedrooms were. So he would come in and out, walking down the hallway, and I would hear him. 
and he was just kind of standing in, in in the middle of the hallway. It's like thunder. He, yeah, he, he thought <laughs> I couldn't steps. like. He thought we couldn't like hear him. But I remember this one time he played like he was trying to go get water mm-hmm. or something or juice or whatever. So he goes into the kitchen. He comes back with an empty glass. It's like, <laughs> oh my god! He, Wasn't he like peeking yes. around the corner like what yes. y'all doing? <laughs> yes, he was. He was very much doing that. It was just so funny. But that night. Was the night that I said? Um, Did my dad threaten you to tell me no, that you love me? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, your your dad didn't. He threatened me some other things, but no, he didn't threaten me for that. He he didn't threaten me for that. Um, and I wasn't afraid or whatever for on that particular night. But I re- I just remember us holding each other, and I was just looking into your eyes, and I was like, it's it's time for me to tell. Her. I want to tell her. I I don't care if she didn't say it back or whatever. I want to tell her. And I and I told you, I said, uh, I just want you to know that I love you. I really love you. And I don't even think you said anything. I didn't. Did you say anything? No. Okay. And we just continued on. Yeah. It was watching TV. It wasn't weird for me. Was that weird for you? Very much so. Why? I never had one to tell me that. I uh-huh. never had like a boyfriend or someone. To say. I mean, I've had them tell me like, you know, I love you, Vet, but I love you, Vet. Yeah. I love you, but <laughs> it wasn't like all serious. Like yeah, I was like, dead I could serious. tell you, I could tell you meant it. So I, I was just shocked. Like, did he just say that? <laughs> and I you left, like, you left me hanging. Shout out to everybody who put their heart out there, and the person just left them hanging. Okay, I didn't leave you hanging. You just, I just <laughs> wasn't ready to say it back. And you know me, I'm not gonna say anything that I don't mean. I just want y'all to know if that's you, if you're in my shoes at that time, uh, just don't put no pressure on them. Please don't, because I think in our relationship, you moved a little bit faster than I did. Um, and yeah. so that was one of the things that you just did first. Yeah, know? I was ready. Like you told me two weeks after we're dating that I was going to be your wife. You was like, I'm going to marry you. You still and remember like, that. I do. You thought I was going to forget it? Yeah, because you bring it up all the time. <laughs> like, like, you know, you wanted me first. Right. Shout out to all those who, who believe my story. That's proof. He was stalking me. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, that's true. But, yeah, so I said I love you first. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you said I love you. I don't remember when it was, though. Do you, it was your first time. So, do you remember when you said it? I do. When? Um, so you remember how you won my mama over? I did. Is you always washed a car? You washed a car every <laughs> every single, single week. week. Every week I washed. Every that week car. you washed a car, and she loved that. She used to tell, her, "Get y'all junk out of my car. I was coming to wash it." <laughs> <laughs> um. So I remember one day, I don't know if we was arguing or something like that and you was washing her car my mom could feel like the tension between us and she was like i don't know what's going on oh, between yes. y'all but y'all need to sit in this back and get it she together did. you remember that yes and, and she had a, like a mishabishi yes so it was a she wasn't talking about sitting in the back seat she said get in the back like, like the, the trunk. trunk part yeah and she let us sit in the trunk Mm-hmm. I remember that she was in the line ordering some food, and we was in there just hashing it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it was that I was mad about or what we were arguing about or whatever. But I do remember after we kind of, you know, got things together, I was like, and that's why I love you. 
Oh, yes, I remember that. <laughs> that was, I remember that. Yeah. You did it after an argument. I did. Hey, that's me. <laughs> You're so funny. But that yeah, that was a that, that, that we were young. We we were what? 17? 17? Mm-hmm. Wow. We were 17 going through. That's that high school love. Mm-hmm. That stuff is intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school love, middle school love, that stuff is intense. I mean, it, it makes you feel like there's nothing else in life but this. And so uh, for us to say I love you at such a young age and still be married today, mm-hmm. I think is a testament because that love fades for some people. Everyone mm-hmm. doesn't stay together from high school. Well, when it's us. Uh, or, ordinary, right, 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 right. You know, True. There you does. go. Plug the podcast, baby. Yes. Plug, plug, when plug. When it's ordinary the love, it does. That's that attractionary. Yeah, you know, attraction. I'm attracted right. to you, and so you know, could you? I'm attracted to you, so can you be my boo? Yeah, you know. And that's why you can't build anything off attraction. No, because it it fades. It but is. but what we have now has has evolved. Mm-hmm. It has evolved to we are um, lifelong partners. We are best friends. Mm-hmm. You're my you're my wife. I'm your husband, um, and it's just it's a beautiful thing because we can't literally. You ask me all the time, do you see life without me? And I don't. It's very hard for me to even fathom life without you, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Mm-hmm. And now we're so so like close to our purpose as well. I think we're at like the pinnacle of fulfilling our purpose. I know there's so much more that the Lord want us to do, but we're like right there mm-hmm. where we feel as if this is our niche. This is what God made us for. That's right. And this podcast is just an overflow of that. Yeah. It's just an overflow of that. 100%. So, hey, babe, I just want to tell her, I want to just tell you one more time. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, we're going to go ahead and get started with this episode um, on today. We actually thought it would be great to kick off a series of episodes. We don't know how long this series of episodes would go, probably three episodes. But there's this popular um, topic called relationship goals. You you know of it. Mike Todd preached this incredible sermon series on it. Uh, he did relationship goals reloaded. And then he put out a book about relationship goals. Um, and even before Mike Todd, relationship goals was always a hashtag. It was always a thing around. Um, but this episode, we want to talk about how relationship goals can kill your relationship because there's danger in comparing your relationship to someone else's relationship. And so um, we want to talk about what that looks like in 2021, but how to avoid the pitfalls of comparing your relationship uh, to someone else's relationship. Mm -hmm. Now we've, we've probably, I don't know if we've been there. Have you ever compared us to anyone's relationship? I think like in the beginning, you see people like holding hands and oh, they look so cute and they look so happy. And you'd be like, well, you'll never hold my hand. You know, you don't ever get me this or, you know, like in the beginning, it's like those little details. But I think as you grow up and you mature, you don't I know that we don't look at. Like, oh, they got a new car. We should get a new car. Right. Or, you know, we don't, we don't, we just don't do that. Now, we know that there's some people who, who are, they are unsatisfied in their relationship because they're either looking at a friend's relationship, they're either looking at a relationship from online, and they're saying to themselves. But I think, I think that right there, what mm-hmm. you said is like, 
the part the main thing center around relationship goal is you're unsatisfied unsatisfied so instead of comparing your relationship to other people you need to figure out why you are unsatisfied in your own relationship and work on that wow true because again i don't um comparison is a huge waste of time oh come on now Come on. It's a huge waste of time. time. The more you compare yourself to somebody else or another relationship, you're wasting the time that you can invest in your own. Wow. So, so powerful. I I completely agree with that. And and most people don't think of comparison as wasting time. Oh, it's because because you you can't fulfill your unique purpose in your relationship if you're just so focused on what someone else is doing how someone someone else else right or what someone how someone else is treating them or or, how a husband does for his wife how a wife does for a husband and it's just it it creates it creates tension Mm -hmm. and frustration that would not be there if you would just have a conversation with the person that you're with but it also creates a false imaginative Mm. relationship it creates like this this fairy tale in which you can live in or which you want to live in and we don't live in live in a fairy tale world we live in a real world with real people Mm. and the real people that we live with or that we're married to are unique in their own ways and There are some things that we can do to help mature that person to become the person that God has created created them to be. But we should never encourage them to be someone else. Wow. We should always empower them and encourage them to be the person God created them to be. But not to change them to be somebody that I think I want. Wow. Wow. That's that's true. That's true. But but it happens. It, it does. It, it, happens. it happens a lot. And this, we, we hope this episode helps you so that you don't make this, this um, go down this dangerous route mm-hmm. of relationship goals. Oh, hashtag relationship goals. It's and an this unnecessary is, detour. This is what you're doing. You yeah, know? it it's is. A, it's an unnecessary detour because, um, like I just said, like you don't want to compare because when you compare, you're wasting time instead of investing into your relationship, investing into your husband, knowing your husband, knowing who he is, knowing what he likes, knowing what he don't like, knowing his goals, knowing his, because when you know those things, when you look at somebody, like, for example, I remember I was getting training, um, trained one time by this dude and he was big and bulky and you know I remember that dude. muscular I remember that you know guy. and in our training session it kind of took a, a tour a, a detour to where he was like you know like what your husband got that I don't have and I was like okay this is my last session with you and I said something to him and it may be funny to some others but it just like I don't care who you are like there is no one for me other than Edward. Mm-hmm. And what I told him was, I was like, child, please, I got my toothpick at home and he pick out all the meat. You know? Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. You did not say that. <laughs> I did say that because, so you know, baby, you're so skinny, but it okay, doesn't matter. Baby. Like, I'm going to bulk up. I'm that, up. You I'm don't have big. to because that's not what I want. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't care. You can have all the apps you want. You can have, you know, all these things. Like, but when I see you, 
that's all I see. Like I don't I don't compare you to anyone else or like all I see is you and all I want is you. Right. Uh, and you have to get to that point in your relationship. And so when you start comparing your relationship to others' relationships, what you do though is you do put false expectations on someone who's just not probably probably doesn't know that this mm-hmm. is what you want them to do. That's probably not wired in them to do what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And um or they, they they probably just don't see it as an importance or a priority. So I just think that it's best to instead of comparing to actually have a conversation because you can you can literally kill your relationship by just expecting someone to be someone else that or they, to do something different right that they will never be yeah like or they, so, they, or they, yeah. they can be but they can be it in a way for you no i i say they can never be because even if they try to put on that person for you it won't last Right, right, right. So right, it'll right, be right. a temporary satisfaction for you wow. for a time frame. But then when they get tired of being somebody that they're not, then you get disappointed in the person and who they really are. Wow. Wow. Which is a deeper, deeper realization that mm-hmm. this may not be what you really want. Exactly. They may not be who you really want. Exactly. And and, and we talked last episode about wants versus needs. Right. And so if 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 the if the want cannot be ignored because they may be what you need, but you just that's not what you want. If you can't ignore that, I think that's a, a hard thing that you have to realize. Now we're talking about those probably at the dating stage. And this is different at the marriage stage. The dating stage, yes, you can start over. Some people can start over. They can feel like, yeah, this isn't this isn't it. We've come to a point where this isn't it. But I will tell you that you should not make that decision because of someone else's relationship you've looked at right. or you've paid attention to. 100%. You should not make that decision based on someone else because you don't know the hardships that, that those people go through behind the scenes. What, what we see from Instagram and what we see from social media and what people tell us is just a highlight reel of their life. You don't see the behind the scenes and you can't expect someone to be uh, what someone exposes from their highlight reel mm-hmm. to be what you need behind the scenes. It just does not it does not work. And, and, and so you have to begin to acknowledge the fact that when you are in a dating phase, uh, you can't make a decision to end your relationship because you've been comparing it to someone else's relationship. Now, in the marriage phase, that's that's that <clears throat> that's different. You have to train yourself not to be offended. OK, when you see something that someone else is doing, a place that someone else is going a goal that another relationship is reaching, you can't get offended because your family or your relationship is not there. If you continue right. to allow that offense, okay, to go uncommunicated over and over and over again, you literally will change how you look at your spouse. Mm-hmm. You will look at them with such disdain. Mm-hmm. You will look at them with such frustration and you will be dissatisfied and what they bring to the table in your life. And here's 100%. another one. Here's another one. They will they will never become enough for you. Wow. And that is hard. Yeah. To live on to live with someone, be with someone, be married to somebody and you never feel like you are enough for them. Woo. 
And so when you are comparing your relationship to maybe your best friend, maybe someone at church, maybe someone at your job who's telling you all these things, maybe someone from Instagram and Facebook, the next time you think about comparing your relationship and say, why doesn't he do this or why doesn't why doesn't she do this for me? How about you stop and just celebrate the couple? celebrate the person that you're paying attention to just stop for a moment and just celebrate Mm -hmm. but leave the celebration right where it is don't take the celebration and turn it into an expectation for your relationship yes that is so important you have to you have to leave the celebration a celebration don't fake it and put oh that is so sweet or oh babe we should do I, this babe we should do this like you know like oh my, I wish you know me, me and my family we're gonna try this and things of that nature just leave it as celebration now now I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with no. being inspired right I don't right. think there's anything right. wrong with being inspired there's some sometimes we just need a little inspiration Sometimes, oh, that's a nice way to, to, to give that gift or that's a, that's a nice place for us to go. Um, or, oh, oh, they paid off their student loans. We can definitely try to pay off our student loans, right? They, they paid for their car for cash. We can definitely pay our cars for cash. Look, look, babe, they're, they're actually starting a business together. We've always talked about starting a business together. Why don't we start a business together and get there's nothing wrong with inspiration. But when you start comparing your your, your spouse to someone because of who they are, then that's the danger of comparing relationships. Uh, Paris, uh, Pastor Darius Daniel says that the best way that I have heard it is manage exposure by an Admire. Um, I remember this. By yeah. desire. You remember that? Yeah, say it again. Manage exposure by admire by desire. Others should inspire you to pursue what God has for you. Right. So manage manage exposure by admiring it, not desiring right. it. Right, not desire. Yeah. Manage your exposure by admiring it, but not desiring it. Right. Others should inspire you. Yeah. To pursue what God has for you. Others should inspire you to pursue what God has for you, but they should not, you should not desire to have that for yourself. Exactly. Because what God has for you is very for unique. You. And it's for you. And it's for you and your relationship. Exactly. So you should not desire to be for your husband to be that man mm-hmm. or for your wife to be that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you should not desire that. But you can admire. The things that they do together as a couple. And I think that's really good because you got to understand that comparison is really the individual thing. Right. So like I think inspiration, you can you can be inspired by them as a couple. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you start comparing themselves to individual, that's where the danger comes in. at. Yes. That's where the danger comes in at. Because and, and I think this is where you have to be careful. OK, who you let into your relationship, mm-hmm. because those of you who are talking about your relationship to other people, you don't know what that's creating in them. Right. You don't know the jealousy that they have behind the scenes. And, and I'm not talking about. And uh, you could be talking to them about what your spouse don't do or what your right. your man don't do or what your lady don't do. And they're looking at you like if I had it like that. Right. If I can just get a small part of that. So a lot of times what you're trying to compare 
out of your relationship or into your relationship, somebody else want that in their relationship. Right. So true. So it's it's just it's like it's like it's 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 all just a a downward spiral. Like it's just all a downward spiral in comparison. Yeah. Um, and I, I I personally think we've benefited a lot by the right relationships we've had in our life. One hundred percent. Because that's when it becomes just this this uh, cyclone of just inspiration and guidance and accountability mm-hmm. and like that's a that's different, right? But there is but no like, one in our circle right. or out of our circle that we um feel like we have to compare ourselves right that we want to be like we need to be more like them or we need to do more like this i know oftentimes a lot of times like when you bring me something new or something that you know you think we should do or something that's a good idea one of the things that i always ask you is is this something god is saying to us is this something god is saying to us because and, and i think in our relationship, this is a good checkpoint when we want to, like, when we feel that urge to compare, always bring it back to, is this what God's saying to me? Yeah. Is this what God's saying to us? Is this something God is leading us to do to kind of not get into that whole, you know, form of comparison? Because again, we're still human and we're still people. And when we see people with nice things or something that we want, it's easy to be like, oh, yeah, we should do this or we should go there. Or we should do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we're living our lives to fulfill God's purpose right. and intent for them. So with everything we do, it should lead us back to him. Right, right. And I think I think that's just important for people to just to understand about relationships and comparing that it is a unique thing. Right. Like we Mm -hmm. said before, that if God's bringing you together is to make you better. Mm -hmm. It's for you. It's a growth mechanism that the Lord uses in order for you to grow. Now, if that relationship isn't growing you and it feels more like it's pulling on you and it's been years and years and years, that may not be a partner. That may be a parasite. Mm-hmm. And you have to be okay with cutting off the parasite. Now, we don't believe in in divorce. We believe in uh, coming to the table and working things out in order to get to that place because that that person can definitely grow into that. But at the dating stage, okay, uh, you have all the freedom that you that you need, okay, in order to cut that parasite off. So if it's not growing you, then you need to be 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 real ready to have a conversation about that particular relationship, because relationship goals is I mean, relationships are a unique thing that God has brought together. And it says in Mark chapter um, and I think it's chapter 10, verse nine. Um, it says, therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. Mm-hmm. What God has joined together, let no man separate. Now, right. And we, if you compare it, right, that's a separation. That's a separation because yes. it automatically so creates not, that division. Right. So not only is comparing comparison a waste of time, it's a divider. It's a divider, yes. It's a divider. It's a divider. It's a natural divider. And and then it divides it divides the, the union. 
mm-hmm. that you now have or you're working towards having. Mm-hmm. It divides the uniqueness. Mm-hmm. It then separates that person from who God uniquely has called them to be. Mm-hmm. It then separates your relationships from how uniquely you can wire and fun- function. And so um, it's just it's just you have to begin to understand that that if, if God's bringing you together, when it says let no man separate, that means even you like let no man, woman, period, separate what God has brought together. And so it's, it's, it's a really good I, I want to keep going. I want to keep going, but I know, I know, I know we got to, um, got to tune in to the next episode. This is this what is I wanted so to do good. a series on yes. this. This is why I wanted so to do a good. series on this. So we'll leave them wanting more and we will, um, we'll, we'll come back and we'll record the second part of this conversation. And the second part of the conversation, I really want us to talk about, um, not the, not the superficial things that people look at when it comes to things, uh, you know, uh, uh, material things, cars, you know, vacations, th- those, those things are, you know, social media, Instagram, those are pleasures, luxuries. I want to really talk about the deep things, the deep things like um, how, how he treats me or how she treats me. Um, I want to talk about <clears throat> the way that we date. Okay. Um, the, 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 the words that we say, the love languages. Okay. Because the, all, all of those things are when you, when someone tells you or you see it or you get exposed to it, you have to be careful because you don't want to be offended that that's not within your relationship and you don't want to start that comparison. Okay. So this has been a great episode. You got to tune in for the next one, guys. I just want to keep talking to my baby. <laughs> I, lo- I love our conversations together. We I can know. go. We can go. I we know. can go. Well, um, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Um, this is a series that we're calling Relationship Goals Are Killing My Relationship. And so we're going to continue on this series. And we thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, remember, please uh, like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, please review it as much as you can share it with anyone that you know that's looking for extraordinary love whether they're dating whether they are uh, engaged whether they are married and whether they're single it does not matter if they're looking to be an extraordinary lover um, and, and to experience extraordinary love then this is the podcast for them remember we're on google Podcasts, spotify and we just made it bay to apple Podcasts. Let's- Go! We just made it to Apple Podcasts. So um, whatever you listen to your podcast, please find us and uh, and share it, like it, subscribe it, follow it, do all the things. And we believe, okay, that everyone, that no one wants ordinary love, but everyone deserves extraordinary, extraordinary love. love. Welcome to the Extraordinary Dating segment of the podcast. We are excited that you've made it to the end. This is kind of like the timeshare presentation where you don't want to get up in the middle. You actually want to stay to the end to get the discounted trip. This is what this is, okay? This is where you're going to get some practical tools in order to build your uh, dating life. Whether you are dating currently, you are engaged, or you are married, this segment is going to help you out tremendously. So here we go. Um, my wife, she is 
an incredible, incredible interior designer. She is very creative and she loves DIY projects. She recently started a ton of them. And uh, before she would do them on her, on her own and then I started to join in. And then we started to make them into these mini date sessions. And it wasn't intentional, but then we saw how it kind of blossomed into that. It was intentional time that we had together. And we had an opportunity to look at each other and learn each other's strengths, learn each other's weaknesses. And we began to learn how to play off of that and how to use that to our advantage. And um, so we thought it would be great to bring to you a date idea that's actually fun out of the ordinary something that you enjoy why don't you find a project that you guys can work on together uh, maybe you're highly creative in the musical arena and you can write a song record a song and maybe even release the song to family and friends or, or maybe you just want to do some things around the house why don't you go ahead and you redo your entire kids bedroom or you redo your master bedroom or maybe it's something in the yard you can do that you can do together whatever it is just schedule three to four sessions where you work on the project together and bring your favorite snacks put on some music schedule some time in between to actually break and sit down get some lemonade drink some tea together and have a conversation and watch this at the end of it you can celebrate by ordering in some takeout or you can go to your favorite restaurant and just bask in your glory of your project this is an extraordinary way to have an extraordinary date and this hope we hope that this will help so many couples out there take that ordinary dating life and make it extraordinary